Hey everyone, and welcome to They're Playing Our Song, Episode 5. Rob here again to remind you that this is Part 2 of our Summer Song Theme episodes. Uh, I hope you listened to Part 1 with my guest Carolyn Beaumier. She's back again, so pardon that the episode starts a bit in media res, which in English is, it kind of starts in the middle. So we just get right into the discussion of my choice for Summer Song, Summer Song by the Decemberists. Hope you enjoy it. And as you'll hear later in the show, uh, during the plug section, I do plug uh, that my wife and I had uh, a new baby and mentioned that he was uh, in the hospital because he was a little early. He is back home and he is doing very well. He's not crying at the moment because I believe he is sleeping. So could get this done. All right. With that, let's start the show. So that was the first of our two two themed summer themed songs. Oh, you're checking your checking your phone. We're we're we've got. I longer. am not. I'm just seeing how long <laughs> it took to talk about my song. Oh, okay. So I don't get. I don't, maybe don't get the exact same amount of time. For no, us. you do. Oh, I'm okay. just. You didn't, nobody knows I was checking my phone until you said it. She keeps checking her phone, folks. She's, she's, yeah. she's not paying attention. I'm also tapping my feet. When do I get the hell out of here? <laughs> uh, it's so nice to, to drag people into this stupid pocket. <laughs> so the song I chose is a little bit more about the concept of being in the summer because it's called Summer Song. Whoa. Uh, I just blew your mind. This is a song by the Decemberists from their 2006 album, The Crane Wife. Uh, the Decemberists, if you don't know, are kind of an indie folk rock. Uh, I see them sometimes described as progressive. Which yeah, would you call them progressive I don't rock? think so. That makes me think of, like, Rush. I'm going to listen to, you know, Tom I, It makes Sawyer. me think uh, that, yeah, that, every, that there are no vocals. Everything's been turned into a keyboard. <laughs> so, since this is my song, I guess I'll do the musical notes section of it. I chose this... You're stealing my notes. I chose this song because... Yeah, but I'm a big Decemberist fan. I haven't listened to their newer albums as much. Uh, the brand new album I haven't I haven't heard at all. But this was definitely an album that I really enjoyed. And this song is sort of my song for the per- for the reason that it does make me feel like summer, and not just necessarily a memory of summer, but it captures a sense of summerness. Every time I hear it. I'm immediately drawn to this sort of image. We're we're up in Massachusetts, so we live near the. We don't live near the ocean, but we could go to the. The ocean. ocean is there. It's there. We could go to say Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard or the Cape Cod and sort of look out and see the boats. And every time I hear this song, it just sort of makes me think of pre-19, like, 1893 in a sailing town. Turn of the century, walking with, like, an umbrella. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's maybe it's a beach town. Everyone's wearing their one-piece bathing suit with the stripes. Bloomers. Yep, you gotta wear your dress to the beach for some reason. You can't wear a bathing suit, because if they see your ankles... High socks. Th- yep, exactly. And there are the boats, you know, there are the sailors going out to sea, and there's a whale jumping out, and it, it, it just captures that. Like, I see it in my mind every time I hear this song. And it makes me think of just how much I love One Piece bathing suits. I love One Piece bathing Well, that, that as well. But just the summer as a time, as an experience, as the Im- imagery. And mm-hmm. I'm sure if you live in, like, Kansas 
or a different country, you probably would not have that same view of what summer is like. Yeah. That's probably very New England, uh, you know, having a history. Or along the coast. Yeah, or, or possibly anywhere along the coast or anywhere you're near, you know, near shipping town or you've yeah. seen, hist- you know, read history books about the shipping, uh, the shipping economy of the place you live. But it just pops right into my head. And it, and that's a real happy, happy vision for me. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the reasons that every time I hear this song, it just, oh, it just it feels warm and it feels like summertime. And it feels like I'm going to take a great vacation and just get away from it all and just go relax on the beach. And I'm just transported away. And there aren't a lot of songs that I think have quite that level of removal for me. You know, I'm removed from almost removed from my, my uh, surroundings yeah. for a period of time. There's a kind of a magic to that. Well, I had not ever heard of this song before, so my due diligence, I listened to the song about five minutes before the podcast. That's good. And um, a sign of a quality guest. You are welcome. <laughs> but no, what I what I took away from it pretty immediately was the the melodic nature of the song, and it was kind of gently bouncy, and mm-hmm. you could kind of get into it, even if you didn't know the the lyrics, you could kind of predict what the next kind of music sounds were going to be. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that um, just as a fun kind of summer song. Because um, I think when I think of summer songs, I actually heard just on uh, the Today Show a few weeks ago what a summer song is supposed to be. Were you getting be. your car fixed or something and you had to watch the Today Show? Oh, I watch the Today Show uh, every day. No, you don't. Really? I do. Oh, my God. And I listen to it in the car. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, so the, they had said that the uh, qualifications for being a summer summer hit was having, like, hardly any meaning, having about four words in the chorus that just repeated over and over and over again, and um, really having a good hook. So this is in the vein of, like, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen, mm-hmm. that kind of very poppy mm-hmm. summer song which does catch on i think nationally like with a big population but when you're talking about maybe a summer song that's unique to you or to me it's maybe not the one that is number 1 on the billboard list and so when i was list- i was thinking like oh what's what's rob's summer song going to be like i haven't heard of it i'm not too familiar with the decemberists other than i've heard of them and but i got that same element of that bouncy kind of poppy rhythm which is the same with the gautier song where it's the you know xylophone or whatever Mm -hmm. right in the in the beginning it kind of sets that like we might be a little depressing but we're not gonna be that depressing like we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna come off as a pop song so to kind of hook you and make you stay a little while. Mm. I think one of the things, and, and if you don't know the Decemberists too well, I recommend checking out some of their some of their albums. Uh, I think their more recent ones sound different than their. They have a bit more of a country twang to them than, say, the Crane Wife, the album that this song was on. They have. They always have that sense of place. You always feel like this band was from the the 19th century and they were magically transported in time to present day and they don't know how to write songs about anything other than chimney sweeps and you really? know the bobbies walking around in the dark alleys is every song has a sense of I bet there's a weird story here Are they like brother and sister? No, they're like a group of group of okay. people. It's like five of them. We saw we saw them. I saw them with uh my wife and and my cousin Ben. We went and saw them in concert in Boston. That's fun. Yeah. Apparently they're crazy popular, which 
I would not have known from just the couple albums that I'd, I'd heard. I thought it was like, oh, only I know this band. And oh, no, everyone, everyone in Boston knows them, apparently. Yeah. But with kind of going back to to that, that sense of story is I feel like there's always a story in their, in their songs. And for this one, you know, it had that old-timey, I don't know if it was a concertina or like an accordion sort of in the back of the the back of the all the all of the music but i originally just thought oh this is just painting a picture about about summer and it's got some fabulous alliteration i don't know any song that has as many bees you know the boats bobbing in the blue of the bay mm. uh, kind of goes to that bouncy that sort yeah. of sense oh it sounds like the waves even mm-hmm. the lyrics i love this so the imagery of the taste of summer on your peppery skin so mm-hmm. you know you just kind of picture like oh they're at the beach and this guy is kind of kissing his his lady's you know shoulder and there's kind of like a like a sweatiness to it because it's hot uh, these are just things i'm picking up you don't have to yeah. you don't have to laugh at me and make snide faces <laughs> nobody would know about the faces <laughs> you them Check my YouTube channel out in which i have no videos <laughs> because i don't have a camera set up in here well i'm thinking i do like the um the the imagery that they do because mm-hmm. uh, what you were saying about the bobbing of the bay but even just the um the peppery skin you know because i'm thinking like you get a sunburn mm-hmm. or you're just kind of out in the elements and you know you're hot and you know so i do and i think that there is such a smell to summer whether mm-hmm. it's the heat the sun the sweat the sunscreen the water the the salt water there is an undeniable kind of scent uh, to summertime, especially if you're at the beach. Mm-hmm. Now, as much as I think, I'm guessing the song is probably just about like summer. It's about imagery and summer and, and has that Decemberist old timey twang to it. I was reading the lyrics last night. And if you have not read the lyrics or you don't know this song, please check out the, the website. Uh, I post all the lyrics before these shows go up. So please, please, please take a second. Go read them because I'm going to go I'm going to go a little deep. We haven't done this on a previous episode. But I was looking at these last night at, you know, still 12 or some, some terrible time where I should not have been looking at lyrics to songs. And I suddenly thought maybe this song is not at all about the summer. All right. So Whoa. Hang, hang tight. I'm going to get my notes. All right, I'm going to hold my notes there. Notes, notes. So. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> the audience can't see that. That's why I had to tell them. <laughs> so, as looking at the lyrics, the way it starts, you know, rambling, where to begin, is the narrator, the singer. Something is happening, and he's not able to coherently tell you his story. He's just going to throw out a bunch of memories all of a sudden. So he's talking about, oh, that time, he's remembering the time he was with his lady love at the beach. And he was, he kissed her shoulder, that uh, taste of summer on peppery skin. And she's drawing her hand in the sand. He's remembering a time when he was happy because, twist, he is one of the sailors currently drowning or slipping into the watery grave. De- dead sailors slowly slip into sleep. Because he was on a boat. Because the way the song is written, the title of the song is written, Summer Song. It's not Summer Space Song. It's Summer Song, one word. What if the Summer Song is not a song about summer, but some sort of a boat called the Summer Song? Whoa. And they have that imagery So wait, of, what's, what's the lyric about the dead sailor? Um, dead, dead sailor slowly slipping to sleep. Okay. I think it's with the... Boats bobbing in the blue of the bay. It's after that. Okay. So there's definitely imagery about 
things being carried away by a wave. And originally I said, oh, it's just like the summer. You know, that sense of it's one of its best qualities is that the summer is a fabulous time, but it is going to end. And just like life is nothing without death, summer would be nothing if we didn't eventually have to move to another season. And, uh, you know, the wind's blowing it away and the, the waves carrying it away, you know, which I, I kind of like that idea of the summer being waved away by the ocean. But what if he's the one or his boat, the summer song, is being carried away by a wave? So this is not a song about a guy who's enjoying the summer. It's a song about a guy who's drowning and he's flashing to other memories, one of which is remembering his lady love. Oh, wow. Uh, the summer song boat uh, you know, one of the lyrics talks about how summer arrives with a length of lights. Maybe it's those lights that are on the mast so that other people could see their boat or it's mm-hmm. torches so other people could see their boat as they're mm-hmm. sailing around. And it's been uh, swallowed by a wave. It's not the summer, not the concept of the season, but he literally, the boat got knocked over. Is that, is that what happened? The boat they got knocked over. It fell off. It capsized, <laughs> I guess that's the word. And he's drowning and he's flashing to these other memories. So I'm betting... That is not actually what the song is about, but it just popped into my head. Maybe really? That's you thought the of that yourself? Secret. I thought of that myself. Wow. I thought of that all by myself. That maybe that's the secret meaning of the song. It's not a happy song. It's a song about death. Or, or, or you know, it's a song about the summer. Either way, I think it works really well. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's one of those things. I think songs, when they're special to us, it's fun to really get into the lyrics. Yeah. Don't you ever have that sense? One of the things that I sort of despise about music as much as this is a positive music podcast is half the time when I'm listening to a song I'm like this is a fun song and I'm happy listening to it <laughs> or it's making me feel something and I like the words and at some point I'm like wait a minute I don't think this song is at all about what I'm singing about <laughs> and I'm singing it out loud and everyone's like you know that song's about oh, something God. terrible I am so guilty of that I am guilty of singing every word to a song with about 75% accuracy and then not having any idea what the song is about. Like I just kind of, it, like the words enter my consciousness as I listen to it in the car and so I learn to sing the words. Mm-hmm. But then it's not, I think I'm a pretty visual person so I actually have to look and read the words to get an idea of what a song is actually about. So, which is why I kind of, I still buy being a 60 year old person that I am. I still buy albums because I want to read tangibly in my hands the the lyrics so that I can get an idea of what's the song actually about. Because otherwise, I it kind of just washes over me and I could love a song and not really know what it is. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's some hidden conspiracy meaning like this. Call call writer, singer-songwriter Colin Malloy and let him know. I, I translated his secret message. Do you think they'll comment on the podcast? Would they themselves? Oh, I'm sure they're listening with rapt attention. <laughs> I, How did he I, know? I wonder if they'll talk about my song next. How did he know? <laughs> no, but anyway, that's my conspiracy theory about Summer Song by the Decemberists. Uh, in terms of why I think it should be your song, hmm. well, because it's got secret special meanings. Mm-hmm. I I think the song would be easier to convince someone to like if they're from the same geographical area as us because they probably have that vision of what summer looks like. And there's a boat and there's a beach. If you live somewhere else, I would hope that it has almost more of a mystique to it because you don't know those things. Mm -hmm. But they're clearly described in the song. 
And this song does have a nice melody that it's easy to sort of hear a couple times. And alliteration. And a lot of alliteration. I love the the sort of lazy drum fill to start it off. Like, hey, it's summer. So I really am not going to play these drums to the correct tempo. I'm going <laughs> to a little slow. Well, it's like almost 4-4 four, four time. Don't worry about oh, it. Boy. It's summer. And, and sort of have that picture. And maybe it's not the same picture that I have. But it's a picture of just what summer is about. It's about just a time and the place isn't quite as important as just the feeling you have, the sense it's going to end, but you're almost, there's a part of you that's happy it's going to end because it just makes the whole experience of being on summer vacation, on a summer trip, in summer, that much more special. Well, absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you and I understand that behaviorally, but just in general, you you enjoy summer that much more having gone through a terrible winter. Mm-hmm. So, um, and vice versa. When I lived in a very hot place where it was essentially summer year-round, coming home and seeing the leaves fall down off the trees and being someplace that was cold or seeing snow was that much more special because you hadn't had it in a while. So I think if this song is simply about summertime and seasons passing and not about somebody dying, then, uh, you know, it's got that element that I think a lot of people can relate to of time passes and you look forward to the next thing and you appreciate the things that you have. Yes. And I think that's why somebody that I used to know by Gocha and Summer Song by the Decemberists have become our summer songs. Oh, Aww. oh, we're racking up quite the list. I know this is is this is pretty long. I think oh, we've talked for almost forty minutes about two songs. So a, I'm proud of us, and b, I think I might make this two episodes so that I keep with the theme of one song per episode, and so I have less work to do next <laughs> sweet <laughs> next week, which is always fun. Well, I think unless you have anything else you want to add to our two choices of summer, th- sum, sum, not summer thongs, but summer songs. That's a different summer song. That's a different. <laughs> Cisco, God bless him. He's from Baltimore. Is he really? Yeah. Did you, did you know him? No. Oh, I'm so sad. I know. But I knew his song. I knew it well. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's, take, let's just take a moment of silence to remember the, the thong, thong song. song. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's enough silence. For the, the thong song. So those are our summer songs. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, themed episode. I have a couple of more in mind of kind of themes to do songs around. You know, for, for weeks we don't have someone with a brand new song to share. I won't be the only guest, he promises. No. Well, I you know, it'd be nice to have... If I had more microphones, I'd probably want to have a consistent co-host or almost consistent co-host. Whoa. But as I have one microphone, I think the more people I add... It's, it's hard enough to not get the sound of rain on air conditioners and, uh, you know, tin can voice over. Uh, I think I think we did better this week, everybody. Please email and, and let us know. I mean, it sounds like I might be a co-host, people. If that's Whoa. what you want, you <laughs> let Rob know. At Rob at playingoursong.net. Well, <laughs> now you're pointing your finger at me because they can't see. Because <laughs> I was hooking you up. Oh, thanks. It's, that's your layup. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So anyway, Carolyn, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Do you have any plugs this week? Plugs this week. Um, my family's coming to town. Oh, that's I great. I am plugging the presence of Robert Beaumier and Marianne Beaumier in... Massachusetts. We are going to have a barbecue, and if you're somewhere in the Westminster area, you are more than welcome to step by. By the time you hear this, they will probably be gone, Oh, they'll be gone, and we would have had fun without you. Nice job. You missed it. Uh, Rob, do you have anything you need to plug? 
Oh, uh, yes, I had uh, my wife, Diana, and I, who you, you might remember from our first our first two episodes, uh, gave birth to a beautiful baby boy, Everett Lincoln, Perry Cruz. Yay! Yay! He is, uh, everyone's doing well. Uh, he was he was a little early, so they're, they're kind of keeping him for some some extra observation, but we've had plenty of time uh, to see him, and uh, he is adorable. He looks a lot like my, my oldest son, so he is probably mine, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> or crossed. he's the same different person, maybe. <laughs> yeah, girls don't have to worry about that. No. <laughs> yeah. We usually have a pretty good idea. I know where that baby came from. <laughs> I was there at the time. So in any I I love you, honey. I'm glad you're home. I hope every everyone might be home by the time you hear this too. So if you're hearing this now, you probably missed my baby coming home. You missed Carolyn's barbecue. So I hope you at least went to the trouble of subscribing to their playing our song on iTunes. You like that? That's a segue because I'm a pro that way. If you liked our show, please uh, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe. If you'd like to leave us a review, that would be excellent because I haven't gotten a lot of feedback. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's hearing this. So, hey, you know, except for audio quality, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm sorry. You can certainly follow us on Twitter at playing underscore our song. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash playingoursong.net. If you have a song or a theme or would like to be on the show to share your personal favorite song, please email me at rob at playingoursong.net. We'll be... <laughs> We'll be back next week with another episode and another song. But until then, remember, it's your song, so play it long and play it loud. Bye, everyone. Bye. With a 